Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk a little bit about accepting people as they are, as you want them to accept you. But, little caveat there, that doesn't mean because you accept them as they are, that they get 100% access to you, that they get 100% involvement. It is one thing to say, I accept you as you are. Like, we'll just give an example. I accept that Chick-fil-A does not work on Sundays. I don't uh, mean to say I'm happy about it. I don't mean to say that I, um, you know, could live with that for forever. But because I'm accepting that that is where their limit is, I am not going to try and change them. So, you know, they're accepting it is different than, um, inviting it into your life all the time. It was kind of a silly example, but you know, off the cuff, really, I was just trying to think of something that we accept that we may not like, or the price of gas. I accept the price of gas is redonkulous, but I don't like it. But how I change that is I drive less or I'm more economical or I shop sales. Um, so the same is about people. So I, uh, am one of those people who struggles mightily with accepting people as they are and being okay with it. Truly I do. One of my biggest shortcomings as a human is, uh, tolerance, acceptance, and forgiveness. Those, those are like all encompassing for me. That's one humongous mountain that for whatever reason I have failed miserably at overcoming. But what I have done is I have learned that there's a difference and it makes it a little bit more palatable for me that I accept people as they are, period. However, because they are not what I like to interact with. They don't bring something positive to my world, to my life. Uh, and in fact, often they're toxic people. I don't have interaction with them. So I'm not changing them. I'm not trying to change them. I'm not arguing with them to be different, be better, whatever. I'm just limiting my interaction with them. In my case, for the most part, I just don't interact with you at all. You are who you are. That's fine. You're just not my cup of tea. But what I am learning to be better at is when somebody that I do have to interact with or I do like is different than what I uh, would really appreciate, what I, you know, am happy about, I'm learning to find a way to handle that difference, to find a way to accept and work with them the way they are, because I know this is going to come as a shock to all my listeners. There are people who don't like me as I am. I mean, no one was more shocked than me to actually figure that out because I mean, look at me, who would not like me as I am, but you know, really I am an acquired taste. I like to say that I'm an acquired taste. I like to say I'm like a crock pot, uh, slow to warm up to people. And I really am. 
And, you know, you have to really need me to be able to learn to tolerate me or accept me. None of that means I'm not a good person. I feel like I am a fantastic person, but I have a strong personality. I am set in my ways. I am not traditional in uh, certain things. Um, you know, as an example, it's a silly example, but you know, women, for whatever reason, women like to hug anybody and everybody. I, on the other hand, would really appreciate a porcupine suit that I could wear so that people wouldn't touch me. But, you know, that is who I am. And so it might be kind of off-putting for people. Or I, again, I've talked about this before. I don't appreciate all the wonders of tiny tornadoes, i.e. little people. Uh, And so there are people who love, adore, think that they're the greatest thing ever, that they're funny, that they're all these things. And they, again, there are times I think all those things, but there are more times that I think, oh, no, I just can't. And so that is, I'm certain, off-putting to people, especially people who are into all of, you know, the tiny tornadoes and all the wonders of them. And that's great that they are that way, but it's also fine that I am my way. But because my personality is so strong, and I know it is, and because my, um, you know, attitude towards things are really black and white. I mean, you know, there's no other way to, I have very little gray in my life except for 460, my favorite nail polish. But anyway, I have very little gray in my life. I am very structured, very regimented, very type A. I very, very, very rarely, you know, go off course from how I do things. And if I end up off course from how I plan things or how I do things, trust me, the whole world will know I am unhappy that that has had to happen. But again, my accepting people as they are is why I can expect people to accept me as I am. And I am all of those, you know, firm, no wiggle room, you know, straight cut people. And um, my husband always says, I'm like my grandmother. My grandmother was also a very strong personality. She was an acquired taste for sure. Uh, and she either liked you or she didn't. And if she didn't, there was no change in that. If she did, that's fine. But she was not one of those warm and fuzzy people. Uh, and in fact, um, you know, she also had that same kind of attitude. She didn't appreciate all the wonders of tiny tornadoes. But like me, if she, if her skills were needed, if her assistance was needed, she would do it, but with a firm hand, you know, a lot of structure. And so, yes, there have been times that I have had to babysit or had to assist with, or, you know, whatever little people, and I'll do it to the best of my ability, but there's a lot of structure and a lot of, you know, 
wiggle room and a lot of planning, uh, I'm sorry, no wiggle room, a lot of structure, and a, a lot of, you know, balance and planning that, you know, really may not be the most enjoyable for the little people, but it's how I can manage. And it's, you know, really how she managed. And, um, you know, I always joke with my daughter and my cousin, because when she brushed your hair, my grandmother, when she brushed your hair, you felt it to your brain, like those brush strokes, you felt it to your brain. And I happen to not mind that. Uh, and so when my daughter was coming up, she and my cousin both have just a massive head of hair. My cousin, she had a lot of curls and a lot of texture. So hers was even worse, but my daughter's hair is like a horse mane. There's just so much of it. And it is very thick hair and very dense hair. She's got a lot of it. And so when I would brush it, I was mean in business. And so, you know, sometimes her ponytails would pull so tight. It was pulling her skin. And, you know, she would be like, my, my brain is hurting. Can you please? <laughs> and I just, I mean, that's just how I did things. And it is so reminiscent of my grandmother. And so, you know, now if I get too much like her, my husband will say, you're looking kind of Gracie-like, meaning my grandmother, her name was Grace. And I always kind of chuckle like, dude, you are, that's big talk for a man who likes to sleep with both eyes closed. But you know, what he's saying to me is, mm -mm -mm, you better get the file out and soften those edges a little bit because you're looking kind of Gracie-like. And so, you know, when I talk about people accepting them as they are, I am meaning accept them as they are. This is who I am. That was who my grandmother was. My husband is who he is. I mean, I had a lady come up to us at church this morning and we've been there for years. And she said, I have never actually heard you speak when my husband opened his mouth and said something funny. And uh, she belly laughed, but she said she was more shocked that she had never heard him speak. And I kind of chuckled because he doesn't talk a lot, that's for sure. But, you know, I can't imagine that there, you know, that she's never heard him talk because I interact with this lady often. And I have said before, and I, I put it in a couple of my books, I know there are people in my church that have never heard him speak. I know that, but I'm thinking these are people that I don't interact with. So it's a given that, you know, he's not interacting with them either, but no, I mean, even people I interact with on the regular, he has never talked to them. And it's always kind of surprising for me when I encounter this, but I accept him as he is. He is a quiet guy. He doesn't need to fill the world with a lot of chitter chatter. He's comfortable in the silence. He's comfortable in his own skin. And those are all great attributes to have. So I accept him as he is. I'm not trying to change him and turn him into a chatty Kathy when the way he is is fine because when he does speak, people listen. And so he may not have a whole lot to say, but when he has something to say, it is so impactful that people listen. He is extremely smart, very, very witty, but he's just very frugal, economic with his words. 
and he doesn't need to be the center of attention. In fact, he really doesn't want to be the center of attention. Yeah. It reminds me, you know, when our daughter was in school and they would always at all the concerts and things, and she was in the band and choir and whatnots, and they would ask all the veterans to stand and be recognized and he would never stand. And my daughter would get so upset, but in his mind, I don't need to be recognized for doing my job. The government paid me a salary to do my job. And how is my job any different than that of a cashier at the grocery store, a mechanic at the mechanic shop, a bus driver? You know, are we standing up and recognizing all of these people for doing their jobs? Because their jobs are the same as my job, only their their check comes from somebody else. But my daughter really wanted him to stand up because she was proud of him. He's fine that she's proud of him. He's also fine not standing up. And it just so happened we we were in a very rural community that did not have very many veterans in it. In fact, usually there was only one or two. And so it was noticeable that he did not stand up, but it was only noticeable to the people who knew he was a veteran. But, you know, accepting him as he is was part of the deal. She knew going into it, he was not going to stand. Just accept your daddy as he is. So, you know, again, knowing people as they are and accepting them is one thing, but how you interact with them and how much access they get to you in your life is a whole nother thing. And so because you may, as I have done, choose to limit your interaction with people who don't bring any value to your life. They don't enhance your life. They don't, you know, meet the standard or exceed the standard of what kind of, you know, uh, behavior you're going to accept and tolerate does not mean you don't accept them as they are. It just means while you accept them, you don't want to interact with them. Bada boom, bada bing, it's done. And so I really want everybody to mull that over this week, mull over the difference between accepting them as they are and not giving them access to your life versus not giving them access to your life unless they change who they are. There's a whole difference there. Um, If anybody has any topics they want covered in the weeks to come, just shoot me a message at 15minutesofsane.net or find me on Facebook. In the meantime, join in the community discussion about things. It's a help for all of us and make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.